Are rep sneakers really a crime? We're going to get into that this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear. As always, this is your host, Matt Freights. I hope that this finds you well. I hope this finds you safe, and I'm happy that you are here. I want to thank everybody, as always, for tuning in again to this show, whether you are watching on YouTube, whether you are listening in the podcasting space. All I can tell you is that it means the world to me. Every single week that I can come out with content, every single week that I can do something that you all listen to that really makes you feel a certain way, whether it's good or bad, It gives me life and it makes me very, very happy. And as we get into the fall, there's obviously a lot to talk about. Last week, I did talk about lazy collaborations and I will admit that I was a little bit fired up. I definitely have proponents and opponents on each side of the house. There's a lot of people who disagreed with what I said about some of these collaborations, more specifically the union ones that are coming out. Also the Amamanier airships, a lot of people really like those. Just wanna be very clear. I'm not saying that you can't like them. I'm not saying that they aren't good shoes in any subjective kind of way. All that I'm saying is that compared to other things that we have seen, specifically from the brands that I talked about, Union, Amamanier, Travis Scott, we've seen very, very good collaborations from them. And I just believe that we're getting to a place where sneaker companies are just assuming that we're just going to buy everything up, especially if it has a name on it. And I think we have seen them try to attempt to do that. And there'll be an example of that a little bit later on in the show. When I invoke the name of Travis Scott, though, that particular name makes me think of something else in the sneaker space. And while there are a lot of polarizing topics that we could talk about just about in any genre, I think Travis Scott represents something that I want to get into this week that I talked about at the top of the show, and that is rep sneakers. Rep sneakers are a very polarizing topic these days. And I have noticed out in the news that a lot of these publications, looking at Complex specifically right now, but there's a lot of them, have been very focused on the rep market. They've been very focused on how quote-unquote wrong it is, and they have been using a lot of celebrity backing, more specifically recently Michael Strahan, to talk about how much of a crime it is to wear reps or buy reps. And the thing about it that I want to get into really speaks to where we are as a country today. I just want to tell you this is not a political referendum. I'm not trying to make some political statement. I think that anybody who's living in the United States right now can take a look at this country and understand that we are divided. We are more divided than we have ever been. And one of the reasons why I created this show in the first place was because I wanted to seed positivity. I wanted there to be unification. I don't want division because I think there's far too much of it in this world. I think there's far too much of it in this country. Unfortunately, though, that kind of division seeps into just about every aspect of our lives, and that includes something that we love, and that's sneakers. You can't avoid it. You cannot avoid there being dissension amongst the ranks. Not everybody is always going to agree all the time. One of the things I have noticed in this country as it relates to disagreements is that we like to paint a lot of things in a very broad brush, a very general brush. We like to make assumptions, and we like to say one way or another, black or white, it's either this or it's either that. And I don't believe that that's the way that life truly works. I happen to love living in a gray area. I happen to love living with a lot of nuance around me. 
It's one of the reasons that I can do this show. It's one of the reasons that I can podcast in general because I believe that nuance at the core of it is very crucial to being able to get to some type of an agreement or to be able to live in a place where we can agree to disagree. A lot of people hear that phrase and they think that that's that's not a good outcome. But if we can agree to disagree, we can live harmoniously amongst each other. Rep sneakers to me seems like the one topic that we can't seem to get right. And what I mean by that is we can't seem to come to a place of agree to disagree on it. And I think that these publications like Complex and other places, other social media accounts, are using replica sneakers as a way to continue to seed division amongst the crew. Nothing in this world is as cut and dry as yes or no. And when I hear people like Michael Strahan talking about it's a crime, or he would consider it a crime to wear replica sneakers, there is very much a disassociation that he has to, I think, what represents a vast majority of the culture. Now, I don't believe in painting things with a broad brush. And when it comes to replica sneakers, you hear a lot of almost stereotypes as it relates to the kind of people that would traffic in that market. A lot of people will say fake shoes are for fake people. If you're buying fakes, it means that you can't afford real ones. Other things like that that are making a lot of assumptions about the people that are buying and wearing replica sneakers. The thing about it is replica sneakers to me in the last five years or so have really become what they are out of necessity. Why do I say that? The sneaker market has become so crazy over the last five or six years. Resale culture, as you know, has always been around, but I think it has reached a fever pitch of late, and we're seeing a little bit of a decline in it, much to the fact that there are a lot of GR retails that you can get out in the stores. It's an easy cop at this point. And I think that what we saw during the pandemic specifically Probably starting a little bit before that, obviously resale prices were high for specific shoes, but once the pandemic hit, and I said this a couple of videos ago, replica sneakers became the place to go to basically get any and all of the shoes that were releasing. Replica sneakers never really was about that. I think that there is a common misconception amongst a lot of people that when you say you're wearing a pair of reps or a pair of fakes, they see it as the kind of quality that you would get of those really, really bad fake Jordans that you'd see on people back in the 90s, even in the early 2000s. I think one of the reasons why a place like Complex is so focused on it is because reps have become so good in their quality and they're a lot easier to obtain for basically retail prices. Are there examples in which you cannot get quality? Sure. Not every single shoe that's ever made is repped very well. But one thing I can tell you is that if you want a good pulse of where sneaker culture is today in terms of shoes that are popular, you're going to go to the rep market to find that out. And that's where I think the rep market really came into play because a lot of people who didn't want to pay those kind of resale prices, who didn't want to lose out on bots all the time, went to a market that gave them options. I talked about how today it's great that we have options and the rep market represented those options. Here's the thing, though. The rep market and the retail market to me are not very dissimilar. Why do I say that? The people involved. Many of the people involved in both markets, there are a lot of people who I consider to be a part of the large part of the bell curve. Vast majority of sneaker culture probably traffics in both. Why? Because they're able to get some retails and they're not able to get others. And I think for a commodity like shoes, which to me, 
This is a subjective opinion, by the way, so this is not fact, and you can disagree with this as much as you want. That's the way that life works. I believe that something like shoes, paying these resale prices, there's no fundamental difference to me in terms of usage, in terms of the way that it's made from a random Asics pair of running shoes and a pair of Jordan 1s. The only thing that differentiates it is the fact that Michael Jordan put his foot in one. It's the only thing that differentiates it. In the end, though, it's very, very similar to a car in the fact that once you put it on your feet, it loses a lot of its value. And shoes, to me, are very much like that. And so if you come in with that kind of mentality, looking at the kind of prices that we're seeing on the resale market for a lot of these hype shoes, a lot of people would have to be out mortgages, would have to be out daycare payments, things like that, in order to have a pair of something that is meant to be worn. I'm not sitting here to tell you that everybody should be okay with rep sneakers. You don't have to be at all. As a matter of fact, I think that there are a group of people who are 100% justified in hating on rep sneakers. And I'll give you an example. First of all, the reason I'm giving this example is because to me in this space, and I'm talking about the sneaker content creation space, specifically podcasts, I think that Greg from the Sneak Disc Podcast is one of the most real people out there. And I've heard him say that you can go out and get a fake pair of, I believe it was Yeezy 2s, maybe the Red Octobers, possibly the Platinums, and everything would be perfect on it. But the reason that he can't get behind it is because he has invested in this culture. As he likes to say, he's been outside. I've always told you that I am not an OG in this game. I have not come close to investing as much as he has or a lot of other people in this space. And that's why I respect his opinion so much and can understand why he can't get behind that. He's been in lines. He's seen riots. He's missed out on shoes that he has physically tried to get. We are very, very spoiled in this day and age to the point that we don't have to actually get up off our couch to get a pair of shoes. We don't even have to leave our house to even try to get any shoes. As a matter of fact, they all get delivered to us. All of the drops come in on our phone. We can do everything electronically now. People like him, OGs in the game, people who've been in it a very long time, they've invested time, they've invested their emotion, and they are invested in sneakers in a way that I could never be. And that's why I respect his opinion. I think that people like him can have that kind of an opinion because I believe that it's rooted in a very pure space. I believe it comes from how much he's invested and how much he's had to sacrifice to have the kind of shoe collection that he has. He's seen a lot and he's given a lot. People like me haven't given a lot to the culture. I'm trying to give to the culture now, but it's not the same. So I can traffic in that area and I can feel a certain way about it, but I understand people that don't. The place in which I feel like retails and reps are very, very similar is where it comes down to gatekeeping. Gatekeeping is prevalent in just about every space that you are. It doesn't matter what it is that you collect, what it is that you do, you're going to have people who are basically saying, you can't be a part of this because you haven't been a part of this since the beginning. To me, gatekeeping and sneakers is ridiculous only in the sense that you're gonna have people young and old filtering throughout this. There's no way that you can really say that people of a certain age can't be a part of it. This is something that is captured by popular culture now. It's something that's all over social media, so young people are going to be all about it. When it comes to gatekeeping, though, I think that you have a section of both communities who look at the other side and don't realize that, really, we're all on the same team. As somebody who trafficked in reps for quite a while, and I still do today because I wear them, but again, my life, my perspective is in a different place than a lot of other people. I'm 40 years old. I live in a community in which sneakers aren't really that big. I can wear just about anything that I want. 
Nobody realizes what they are. Nobody cares what they are. I know what they are. I like what they are. That's where it ends. Not a lot of people can get away with that. Not a lot of people have that same mentality. What I have noticed is that both when it comes to sneakers of all retail people and all rep people, there is a large percentage of the culture to which their sneakers solely identify them. And I mean that their self-worth is very much tied to and derived from the sneakers that they have on their feet. They want to be recognized for what they have, and maybe that's because or is a derivative of their friend group or their social gatherings or whatever. To me, the people that get into reps for that particular reason, I understand why there's a lot of hate toward that because you're buying something that you know is not authentic in what Nike hasn't created it, and you're also trying to make people think that you have something that isn't what it actually is. When people ask me about my shoes, if I'm wearing a pair of reps, 100% I cop to it, and it's the first thing out of my mouth, and I'm totally comfortable with it. I don't want to be or be seen as something that I'm not. I know that I'm not the most authentic shoe collector, the most authentic shoe wearer. I love them and treat them differently than a lot of people in the culture do. When people make an assumption about you because of the shoes that you have, and it doesn't have to be negative, it can be positive or negative, they're taking one element of you and deciding something about you. If I meet somebody and they're a sneaker collector and they tell me that they have all retails, to me it doesn't change a thing about how I feel about them. It's the totality of who you are. If I meet somebody that tells me that they have an entire rep collection, it doesn't change how I feel about them in the slightest. To me, it's how you present yourself in totality. Who are you as a person? How do you represent yourself? I'm not gonna respect a lot of people who try and be something that they're not. People who try and sell reps as retail, things like that. That, I think, is where the ire comes in for a lot of people in the sneaker game. And I think that they misrepresent their ire toward that kind of thing and just give it to everybody. So you see a lot of people just going around trying to find replica videos or trying to find reps on people to the point now that nobody has a clue what anybody's wearing, nobody has a clue what retail is, and now you have retail spaces that have been poisoned by this because people are trying to sell reps as retail, trade them as retail, and all of this. Fundamentally speaking, I don't believe that reps are a bad thing, but I do believe that they represent the worst in sneaker culture because I believe that they bring out the worst in the people that are involved. You know that I think that sneaker culture is about the people. I think the people are what make it special. The shoes themselves, it doesn't matter whether it's rep or retail. It doesn't matter whether I own it, you own it, she owns it, whoever. It's a shoe. When you die, this thing is not coming with you. Who we are comes with us. Who you are is going to go with you wherever you go. And it doesn't matter what you have on your feet. And I want us to get around to the idea that we should all be accepting of everybody in the culture. I think that we need to be more open-minded. I think that we need to be more steadfast in our belief that we wear whatever we wear with confidence. There's so many shoes to be had. There's so many shoes that have been released historically. There's no way that anybody is gonna have all of them and that having all of them is actually going to make you happier in life. It might give you a small sliver of happiness for a very short amount of time, but we move on so fast from things. And what I want with this show, and what I wanna do with this community is I wanna bring us together. Whether you're retail, whether you're rep, whether you're a mixture of both like I am, you are always welcome here. You're always welcome in the space. The only thing that I ask is that you be real about why you're in this culture. Why are you a part of sneaker culture? 
I'm a part of sneaker culture because there's a lot of great people in it, rep or retail. There's a lot of people who just love the shoes. Doesn't matter how they acquire them. They just want to be a part of the culture. They wear them. They beat up their shoes. To me, that's how I want to be. I want people like that in my space. I want realists. I want people who are genuine and authentic. And you can actually wear rep shoes and still be an authentic human being. Don't represent something that you're not. Don't try and fake it until you make it. Be who you are. Wear what you want to wear. Buy what you want to buy. And in the end, rep or retail, the sneaker community is going to be better if we all embrace who we really are. Release of the week, where I like to take a shoe on a weekly basis, something that I think is really eye-catching or has caught my eye. Sometimes it's hype, a lot of times it's not. I just want you to know about it. And this week, I wanna focus on a shoe that we'll have released by the time this video comes out. In full disclosure, I generally record these a few days before I put them out. It is what it is, I have a family, I have a life. And so I'm not gonna be able to be ahead of release of the week because it's just the way that the timing works. The Nike Air Alpha Force 88 is coming back, and it's coming back, and the funny part is they're releasing three of them, to my knowledge. There are two Billie Eilish collaborations, and I'll put collaborations in quotes, and then there's a regular GR one. I'm not advocating that the release of the week is the Billie Eilish ones because it's a perfect representation of this is something that is in Nike's history. Let's throw a name on it and try to sell it and sell it as if it's some big collaboration. It's not. But I want you to focus on the GR version. And while I'm not saying that you should go out and buy it because by this point it may have sold out, I want you to look it up because it represents a piece of Nike's history that they're now re-embracing. Very similar to the Jordan Airship, the Nike Air Alpha Force 88 was actually something that MJ wore one time in a game in 1988. And it was, I think, one of the only times that he actually laced up a pair of non-player edition sneakers. And I think that it's worth your time to research what it looks like. You're gonna see a lot of nods to different shoes on there. It's a low top, it's fire, it's a Chicago colorway. Buy it because of the history, buy it because you like it, but don't buy it because Billie Eilish's name on it. It's ridiculous, they really need to stop doing this. All I know is that at this point, the market has been cornered by celebrities, and unless she comes out with an absolutely fire Jordan 1 or whatever, I don't think that just putting her name on it is all of a sudden gonna make us believe that it's something that it's not. How do you feel about rep sneakers? How do you feel about sneaker culture today and where rep sneakers fits into it? I would love to hear from you at Fire Footwear Pod on Instagram is the way to do that. You can email the show if you have any questions, comments, or just general hate, I guess. Firefootwearpod at gmail.com is the email address to do that. If you want to find the show on TikTok, at INC Sports is the handle for that on TikTok. At Firefootwearpod is the handle for just sneaker-related content. Don't forget that we are on YouTube as an entity of INC Sports, so please find that in the show notes and make sure to like and subscribe if you're a YouTube person. It's not required, but it is very, very helpful. If you're listening in the podcasting space, don't forget Apple and Spotify, hit follow, hit rate, all that good stuff. The Matty Ice Media Network website right now is under construction, mattyicemedia.com. But if you look that up, you will find a lot of other podcasts like this, Iceman and Coach, Political Football. We're trying to put out great content. I appreciate everybody taking the time up this week. 
as always, I hope this finds you well. I hope that this finds you safe. And no matter what you do this week, I want to always, always remind you to wear with confidence and rock whatever it is that you want to rock. This is Matty Ice. I'll see you next time. This is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.